This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Question about white smell flavor. This is going to be a uh, buckle up, everybody. Ever since I've been with my husband seven years, I've realized that he his doesn't bother me. I actually rather enjoy it. It tastes and smells like sweet pancake batter. That's actually, that means diabetes, doesn't it? It could. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. It's uh, just me and you today. This is a chance to do a bunch of voice messages and uh, get all your questions answered. As I've said before, I sort of dig these shows when I have a chance just to do sort of old school love line type interaction. I've also got a bunch of videos I want to look at today as well, which is the, your mom house wrinkle, of course. So uh, Nadav, of course, is there. Chris is there. Who else is yep. in the room with you, Nadav? I... Uh, there's Zane, who I'm not sure if you've uh, if you've met. Personally. I do know Zane. I do know Zane. All right. Okay. Uh, Chris was on a recent show of ours where he uh, had a uh, just an extraordinary uh, appearance, and uh, we may have to get him back. Uh, let's let me do some emails while we get get our you know wet our appetite here a little let's bit. Let's do it. A uh, big fan of you and X Tina P. Just want to write and get your opinion on, on the vaginal itch I've had for ten months. Since my second kid, natural childbirth, 10-pound baby. Uh, I've been tested for nearly everything. They always come back negative. I've seen multiple doctors. Nothing wrong. Women in the family have a history of being allergic to their own estrogen, progesterone. No. Uh, Huge rashes. Wait a minute. Inherited allergy. I have huge rashes. Eliminated all fragrances, all soaps, detergents. Use water, wash my vagina. Nothing has helped. So when there's irritation or itching in the vagina that has no discernible cause... It is usually either estrogen deficiency. It's, it's called atrophic vaginitis, typically. And you really can't see it. So it's a hard thing to diagnose when it's mild. And so this is either some change in your estrogen levels because of the pregnancy, or they put you on a progesterone-dominant birth control after the pregnancy, which really causes this. So the usual birth control pills that doctors are using, they don't warn you about the side effects of all the progestational agents. They're very powerful progesterones. They can affect your libido in something like 10 or 20% of the cases, even permanently. They definitely cause vaginal irritation. The typical question I get is, am I allergic to my boyfriend's semen? Because every time he ejaculates, it burns. That's estrogen deficiency caused by the birth control pill. And then things like this, irritation, rash, you know, that's kind of low-level stuff that no one can figure out. That's usually what it is, estrogen deficiency, in my experience. I was going to say the same thing, Drew. Good. Question about white smell flavor. This is going to be uh, buckle up, everybody. My first adolescent experience was terrible. The flavor and smell were both nauseating. I can only describe it as rotten bleach. Not that abnormal. Not that unusual. Every time I've smelled actual bleach since then, it has the same effect that I've noticed with other partners as well. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I figured out quickly that by deep throating, you will bypass all that smell and flavor. And my go-to ever since, we need, if there were medals handed out for uh, for uh, <laughs> helping your male partners out, good for, uh, what's her name? Just give me her name. So curious, she calls herself. Uh, so uh, keeping it anonymous. Good, this is a, this a is champ. A, a champ, exactly. Ever since I've been with my husband seven years, I've realized that he his doesn't bother me. I actually rather enjoy it. It tastes and smells like sweet pancake batter. 
That's actually, that means diabetes, doesn't it? It could. My question is, uh, does this have anything to do with pheromones, hormones, age, diet, me, him? So curious. Um, people have forever, as long as I've been doing this stuff, asked about dietary changes of semen. Some people maybe, as Adam Carolla pointed out one time, he said, look, if you ate um, Cool Whip and strawberries for a week, your shit would still be shit and still look and smell and taste like shit. Uh, so it's very hard to change semen. Though some things are concentrated in semen, like tobacco makes things worse, coffee can get a little in there. And uh, maybe, you know, you know, avoiding asparagus and keeping your diet kind of clean. Can have, it, it's more that it makes it less bad, not as though it makes it really good, typically. And sometimes there's a funny thing that happens when people are together a long time. They don't, they lose the ability to smell each other's smells and tastes are part of that. And so I'm suspecting it's more that. And what, what that is, we don't really know. It's not, it's not, I, I'm a, I guess it has something to do with your feelings about each other. That, that, but may, that's sort of what glues you together long enough probably for the sense of smell to go away. So that's not that uncommon. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me sort of, oh, heroin browns. What's this? I've had an on-off relationship with heroin over the last 15 years. I've noticed an incredibly strange phenomenon. The instant, I, the instant I start to think about having a hit, I need to brown. Oh, yeah, this happens. This isn't the need to brown moment when withdrawing. That's diarrhea. Uh, as you know, opiate constipations, yes. Uh, when withdrawing, the constipation ends and you need to brown instantly, right? You get diarrhea from opiate withdrawal. It happens. Instead, whenever I start thinking about having a hit, very strange. I could just have browned like 20 minutes ago. I still get the urge. Could it be that it's because it's one of the signs of withdrawal? Nah. Uh, condition my body, Pavlovian? Not really. It's, it's more that, you know, cocaine addicts, sometimes when they think about using, they'll vomit. So it's that, that the, the desire and the craving is so profound that you actually have a bodily-based autonomic nervous reaction. I, I could see where some people, I've heard some people lose some urine. Some people need to defecate immediately. Some people throw up. Just And some of that is conditioned because early on when you're using, you'll notice there is some vomiting associated with uh, opiate use. But I think it's more just the power. That's just mm. the power of the the craving and the desire associated with these drugs. Does that have anything to do with, uh, like, for example, in the morning, if I even smell coffee, like, I need a brown immediately. That's conditioned. That's more conditioned. Because, okay, so because there's a slightly different slightly mechanism. Different. Uh, they're, they're, I'm saying there might be some of that going on here, but I, I think it's just because it's, you know, think vomiting and urinating, and they're not all kind of conditioned things so much, but... Um, could be, I mean, it could be, but I, I think it is more the, 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 cause, because when people, when I've heard people describe it in the past, it's usually associated with a really intense, like <gasps> craving, like, and then the GI system sort of reacts to it. Could be conditioned. Some of that possible. Uh, let's see when I'm having sex with my boyfriend, he gets a small cut on the upper portion of his staff. It happened all of a sudden in the middle of sex, burns him severely. I thought it might be due to friction from having sex, but I get pretty wet and I use lubricants. He says there must be a rock in some of my vagina. The cut looks like similar to a paper cut. It has a tiny bit of blood. What could this be? How do we prevent this from happening? Um, interesting question. Well, it is interesting, but uh, it also is a sign of herpes. Herpes kind of looks like that sometimes. So It just I, looks like a cut? It can. It can kind of look like that. Uh, it, a, a doctor kind of needs to look... Because herpes after, if you miss the blister, the blisters can be very tiny and they can coalesce into a, like a an ulcer. And uh, the fact that it keeps occurring in the same place makes me worry about that. 
it's not necessarily that. It could also be a, a mechanical thing of something with him, like right. his skin is irritated there for or some reason. Or maybe he's reason. going in at the wrong angle? It's more that I, I would like a dermatologist to take a look at his skin there to see if there's something going on. Christina P. is texting me as though I... Good I've morning, had, my dick. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's talking about uh, Chase here, how innocent Chase is. Ooh, do you want to call her up right now and see if you could dig up any dirt on Chase? Do you, do you want to warn her that I'm calling her, or shall I just call her? No, just call her and just tell her right. immediately that she's on the podcast, and uh, uh, we, we all should right. be good. All right. I will do that. Mm -hmm. La, 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 la. Yeah, she's going to want to know your first impressions Hey, on mommy, Chase. we're on the show right now. Can I put you on a speaker? Okay. The great, the one and only Christina P., everybody. Christina P. Now, Christina. Hi, I miss you. We miss you, too. The, the question we had was, in our, one of our recent episodes, Chase McDonald made an appearance, and it was quite a... Chase O'Donnell. Chase O'Donnell, I beg your pardon, had an appearance, and um, it was quite an episode. And I'm wondering if, first of all, you need to bring up at the next your mom's house how some of your staff wipes their ass. There's a, there's a, oh. yeah, there's a whole thing going on where they wipe, they, <laughs> they wipe their ass standing up, Christina. They wipe their ass standing Yeah, yes, they do. And, and I think it needs to be examined further. So I'll leave that to you. But our question was, did, did we miss anything with uh, Chase? Uh, she was so lovely and we were very kind to her, but is there a, is there a dark side I missed? Is there anything I, I, sh I should have gotten into or maybe next time I'll get into with her? We, we got that we my gayness was right out on the table we got all that we got she she was way into it though she's further in than i am I mean, she but it's how she got into comedy strangely you know i i i you know i've known her for a while and i think that's the real deal that is, is. okay well we we enjoyed she she reminded me of me in my first experiences with your mom's house in that her her disgust, outrage, and shame were just overwhelming all the time, and it brought some of my some it 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 standed out for me in two reasons. One, some of mine came back. I spent my a lot of the show with my hand my hands over my face, but then I thought, oh my god, Christina and Tom have actually destroyed me because most of the time I don't notice how bad this shit is. You've actually done it, and now you're indoctrinating her. And it, now you're I, it's how it works. I mean, it's just the human nature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think I think that Chase might secretly be a little grosser than she's letting on because she told me she goes, you know, I can burp, I burp and I fart, and I go, you never do this around me. Uh, so maybe there's some of that. Okay. Uh, good. Good news. That's good. Oh, come on. Good reconnaissance. But how do you, now, as a doctor, is wiping standing up? It's not bad for you, but we had to do a whole, like, uh, you know, we had to get the trigonometry out and figure out the, 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 the countervailing forces uh, on the gluteal muscles to figure out. Because my sense was you end up with uh, peanut butter on shag carpet as soon as you stand up, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But, yes. but it turns out most of the guys here are pretty hairless, even the dog. We learned a lot. We learned a lot. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. That's what I said. Now, here's the thing. When I make a messy brown, I've learned to spread my cheeks 
that that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You got to get in there. And of course, these are young men, so the so the the oval the O rings are pretty tight. You know what I mean? And they and we established that they and we established and we. Are you? Are the kids in the car with you? Are the kids in the car with you? First, I must know. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she, and she made she she actually contributed the impertinent question was we're doing a poll. Uh, where can they find the poll? Uh, in the community tab. Community tab. Uh, we're doing a poll about how many people wipe standing up versus sitting down. But but Chase, <laughs> but Chase, but Chase asked the the appropriate question. How many women? How many women are doing this? And I thought that's the that's the question. I bet none. Right. None. None. Yeah. Well, none because we wipe so frequently. Like when you urinate, you have to wipe. So you're already sitting down. Yeah. Wiping number one. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and men are such animals; they have to keep standing up. You know, they're peeing. <laughs> so, so we're going to find out whether this is an outline behavior. The, the 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 voice message. This woman, Catherine from Alabama, was mortified that one of her friends did this. So we were trying to do a dispassionate analysis. We're not we're not judging yet. Uh, but a lot of your staff, a lot of your staff, wiping, standing I, up. Tell her Chris I, also. Even Chris Larson? Chris was the prime defender. <gasps> prime defender of standing up. Yeah. Oh, my. What is wrong with these? You know, their mothers need to teach them the right way. Well, well, I told them next to your mom's house, they, they must bring this up because it, it, we spent 20 minutes on it. Uh, and we did a deep dive, uh, literally. That's one. That's uh, I. First time I saw this woman, Christina P. I said, "That's a smart woman. That's a smart woman." You see, you see what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, we had a nice time, and thank you for Chase. We loved her, and she was great. We had a real fun with her. Yeah, and uh, I, I want her to come back. I really do, because she's uh, an endless. And it just reminds me of how I used to be. <laughs> I love it, and now you can spread the horror. That's what it's all about. And speaking of spreading the, <laughs> of spreading the horror, I have not spoken to you since uh, the live show and uh, your time with the oh king, with the king. I'm oh, super jealous. Super jealous. Well, I told you what you have to do. You got to start making those TikTok shirtless like he does, and then you pretend like you're hovering over a lady. That's what got me. <laughs> But that, that's what make would make you love me, but it wouldn't make me have my own my own time with the king in the presence of the king, you see? I'm uh, jealous you got to spend time with the king. No, he's special. He's, he, he doesn't like your kind, Drew. You're, you're not a woman. You need him. Damn. And, uh, hmm. and uh, the tattoos were awesome. Somebody put a tattoo of me uh, on their arm, a guy named Chris, with uh, Ride or Die. <laughs> As the uh, as the ac- as the as the title, nice, right? And, yeah. How do you feel about that? Humbled, humbled, humbled. And and I told uh, I uh, Chase was one that called that one out and had me show it to the to the group, to the to the show here. And uh, my my seriously, I was humbled and then and I was appreciative. And then I wanted to hand the guy a referral to a laser removal service. 
I, that was my, I really had that st- very strong instinct. Like, I, okay, we're, you're going to want that off one day soon. So, hey, hey, our mugs, our mugs are selling like crazy. So the rational revolution is uh, the, the uh, what should we call it? It's not propaganda, but the imagery, the, the, uh, the iconography is getting out there. I love so, it. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So good. that's good. good. All right. Well, you pay attention to the road. It's great to talk to yeah. you. I will see you very soon, no doubt. Miss you too. And uh, hi to everybody. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Wipe down. Bye. Wipe down. Is that what she said? Wipe down? Play that back. Ah, That was a good palate cleanser. Uh, Let me see if I can get to some. Here we go. Dear jeans and mommy jeans. uh, Overweight my whole life. Obese in high school. 395 pounds. Uh, I have a micro penis. My pee is so small, my pubic fat actually swallows the pee when placid. It emerges only when erect. So this happens with obesity sometimes. It's a, a factor of exactly what he's talking about, that the uh, the hedge is growing up over the mailbox. There's the so much, So much of a fupa there that it uh, sort of overtakes the penis. Also, um, you know, you've been obese since childhood, and so you don't have adequate testosterone production, and you have excess estrogen production. And so it's possible that if you lost your weight, uh, the penis could come on a little bit. They could actually grow. Uh, don't let it go too long, my friend. Uh, I can still J my D, but it's not a palm grip. It's more of a two finger. It's much, much like uh, Ed Asner. Uh, never had sex or anything due to confidence issues. This is sad. Did being fat obese through my whole life stunt the growth? Yes, it did. Uh, that's probably what happened here. Would losing weight now have a positive effect on the penis side? Yes, it might. Yes, it might. So somebody beat me, et cetera, et cetera. Ooh, um, so yeah. it's like you don't even need to think about dick enlargement surgery. Just try losing weight first and see if that uh, works. If he lost uh, 100, 150 pounds, he could easily, uh, he might, well, you want to talk to a doctor maybe about you putting you on a little testosterone therapy Ooh. just to help things out a little bit. Yeah, lose 150. You could, you could gain an inch for every 50 pounds is what I learned in doctor school. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. Uh, fetish or obsession. I enjoy eating at my wife after she has gone on a strenuous walk or workout. This women can't understand this. Uh, I love the smell and taste of her pee when it's all sweaty or pissed pussy. I would love to go for her to wait. I would love her for her to go days without bathing so I could experience her smell. Jesus Christ. I also like eating, eating her ass. I sometimes masturbate while smelling her worn panties. Uh, but she thinks it's gross and disgusting. It will let me do it. Um, because it is. Uh, I can't get her to understand what it does to me. Why is it like, I like that so much. Um, is it fetish or obsession? Uh, it's kind of both. Keep them high and tight. Uh, I'm looking at coming up in May. You better believe I'm coming up in May. MJ, uh, it's good, I think, to be aroused by our partner's uh, smells and fluids and things. I think that's a good thing, right? I and mean, that's one of the interesting things about human beings that we, we sort of go that direction and we sort of like people's smells and things that we like. Uh, the fact that you are so overtaken by the smells and you want them to be more is sort of getting towards fetish. And then when you're sniffing her panties and stuff, that's fetishistic. That, that is fetishistic. I mean, it's not, you know, it's only fetish if you have to do that to function. In other words, you need that for sexual functioning. It doesn't sound like you're there. Oh, so if it's just like an extra thing it's on top. It's an extra thing. It's sort of fetishistic. That's just a kink. It's a kink. And, but it, but. Women really don't get or understand that. Women want to, they want you to smell good and they want to smell good. So in a way, by you demanding that she smell like she's had a run, she, women find that disgusting. 
And so you have to, you don't want her experiencing disgust uh, around sexual arousal. A lot of guys find it gross too. Some guys do. That's true. All right. I'm 25, 100 days sober. Started drinking at a young age, 13. Ooh, ooh. Bid drinking wasn't uncommon, especially around 15 or 16, at least once a month. Got worse after age 21. How much damage could I have done mentally, physically, emotionally, and sexually? Is there any chance of damage being healed or reversed? Uh, I'm sober. Is the damage done? Love the show. Keep it up. Travis, um, you have not put that many years under your belt. To really do irreversible damage from alcohol for men, particularly women, you have a little more trouble because they lack an enzyme that breaks alcohol down. So women get into trouble with liver and other alcohol toxicities more quickly. But uh, you could be okay. The thing about youth is it's harder to give us the problems of carcinogenicity and um, toxicity that alcohol causes. And you've got a lot more reserve to call upon that reverses it. Uh, you know, the liver can come back all the way. That's the main organ get, gets hit with all this. But the brain get hits pre- gets hit pretty bad too. Um, but it's kind of like a head injury and in that you can really re- recover from it. How about a voice message? Hey, Hitlers. Hey. Um, I'm Alexis from Boston. Mm-hmm. I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. So to give some background, I'm 22. Mm-hmm. Um, I have PCOS, and I don't get a period really ever. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's every three months, but if that, like barely. Right. Um, I'm also on birth control. Okay. So my question mm-hmm. is, um, I get loads dumped in me on the rank about three times a week since 18 and i haven't had a pregnancy pregnancy scare once so what are the actual odds because yeah i'm gonna keep it as low as i'm in me but just curious on the actual odds what did she Thank say you. i'm gonna what She's going to keep getting loads dumped in. Oh, of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> what is PCOS? Polycystic ovarian syndrome. Mm. And what she's having is called non-ovulatory cycles. So that happens in PCOS. You, you, you cycle, but you really aren't putting a, an egg out. Uh, and there are other things with PCOS that can, that can contribute to fertility as well. Don't assume you're not fertile. Do not make that assumption. You're on a birth control pill now. That will prevent your fertility. That will prevent it. And that's a good thing on PCOS. You've got to be careful about your weight and about your insulin resistance. That's a big part of PCOS as well. And when the time comes to get pregnant, you're going to have to work with your doctor on getting the ovulation cycling going again. Don't don't expect it just to kick back in on its own. So it's a, a non-issue now. So the, thing, the things are, stay on the birth control pill. That's a good idea with PCOS. Watch your insulin resistance. Do not assume you're not fertile. Do, do you, as soon as somebody makes those sorts of assumptions, magically they have an ovulation to get pregnant. So why, then, why would they think that they're not fertile? Just because of the lack of period? Because of the lack of period. She's worried that, that you know, even when she does have periods, whatever, it's not, not happening. But it could happen. Trust now, me. Do people with PCOS, are, do, are they generally have a much harder time uh, conceiving? They can have more down? trouble, yeah. They can, because, again, the cycling isn't normal. And so it's, it's harder to rely on it. It's hard to know when the uh, uh, ovum is available. And, uh, but they, they get pregnant. I mean, it's not impossible by any means. So, uh, it just got, it just takes a, just needs help, needs help sometimes. Gotcha. Try another one. Hey, Hitler, hey. uh, calling cause I've got a porn addiction, but Ooh. in a strange way, Ooh. I don't masturbate or watch porn. Hmm. However, I download almost every video or picture I see to spit white to later, but later never comes. So I have an absurd amount of porn videos and pictures that I don't use, but they're in my phone. I've been busted multiple times and asked by my girlfriend of almost five years to stop. And I usually do for about two to three months. And then I start right back up again. Am I talked or am I just an addict? Anyway, thanks, Ellis. Yeah, man. Good question. Did he say he doesn't ejaculate? He doesn't masturbate to the porn yeah, at all? He says that it seems like uh, for the most part, the collecting is, is the is Isn't that interesting? Yeah. 
uh, well, there's something called Panscape's seeking system in the brain, which, yeah, Panscape's seeking system and uh, seeking access. Yeah, whatever. Uh, either way. And let's see it. Uh oh, let's see if you spelled it right. P-A-N. Uh, there you go. That's it. Seeking, no, seeking uh, system or seeking system. Let's try that. Oh, there, there's the spelling. There you go. A uh, bunch of scholarly articles. G give a, you can use an image. You'll see there's a brain image will come up. There it is. One in the upper right there. That's it. That's the Panscape seeking system. And it's related to the reward system. And the reward system uh, certainly is activated by seeking. But some people, the seeking and searching is the most rewarding part about uh, porn addiction that they are looking for the perfect image and the perfect this and the perfect that. Almost always it's associated with masturbation. So, But the seeking part can have its own sort of rewarding quality to it. People that get involved in the seeking piece will spend hours looking for that perfect pornography. This guy is just stuck in the seeking system. Very unusual, very interesting. Mm. It's still a porn addiction. It's still the same thing. Um, I wonder if this translates to other things. Like, if are there other things that he's seeking and holding? Well, interesting. To? I bet. It, I bet. Okay. And let me spell out the pan. It, I, I mispronounced the name. It's pan pankseps. P a n k s e p p apostrophe s seeking system pankseps. Um, and it, I, you know, it sort of feels like an OCD like symptom to me, right? Searching and hoarding and looking. So there probably is an OCD component to this. Mm. And to be fair, you know, there's. People that like hunting and fishing and, you know, and uh, collecting and finding things online. This is that seeking system that some people get involved with. If this is not that disrupted to him, if he's not having trouble functioning or losing time doing it, his girlfriend obviously doesn't dig it, but it, it's a really interesting problem. It would have to be treated with uh, cold, cold jerky, as we say. You have to stop doing it. And if you still can't, um, then... You may want to seek some help with that. Uh, it's, a, it's sort of a weird, I'm not sure exactly how we would treat it, tell you the truth. Um, you know, I don't know that it would motivate you to go to SLA or anything like that. It's kind of a different. SLA? Uh, I, I wonder, uh, Sex and Love Acts Anonymous. Gotcha. I, I, I wonder if, um, I wonder if some OCD medication might help with this. I bet it would. I bet it would. Uh, let's see some uh, talks. How about that? I just need to just see a couple of TikToks to kind of cleanse my palate, and then we'll go into some videos. Cool. All right. These might upset you a little bit. Oh, by the way, did I sent you, uh, there was a there was a montage of Fed Smoker I sent you. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I, I'm not sure we could play it because oh, of the music. Because so and then good. without the music, you kind of. It was good, right? It was really. No, good. yeah, it's great. It's it's made by some of the you know some of our favorite memers. It's it's always good stuff to see. It's a that really good fed smoker on Instagram, but anyways, we can't see it. So go ahead, TikTok. Pro <laughs> tip: Save every picture of every girl in her late teens and early twenties that you are sleeping with from now till the end of time. Catalog them by name and make sure you can access these pictures quickly. They will become incredibly useful later in life. When the same girls try to return to your rotation in your 30s and 40s and try to make fun of you for sleeping with a younger woman. Having this information at your fingertips, you can then bust out a picture of what they used to look like and go, There! This is why I'm sleeping with her. This is what you used to look like. It no longer exists. But I caught it in its fleeting moment of beauty. You gave it to me 10 years ago and now... I'm giving it back to you. 
Please cherish it forever. Never lose it, and I will catch you in the next lifetime. Don't forget to follow, like, comment, and share. And vo- and vomit. So this guy is cool as shit, huh? This is a cool guy. <laughs> a horrible cool guy. This is a really horrible dude. Does he put another a lot of other misogynistic shit out there? I mean, I don't I don't know. These are just Christina's talks. I have zero reference oh on any of these. Oh my god, I'd love to hear her now, thoughts on this guy. This would be a textbook stinking thinking, right? Am I, I using that what right? To call this. No, stinking <laughs> thinking seems uh, naive and uh, and almost quaint compared to this. This is this is toxicity. This is hatred, mm. right? And this is using people. This he definitely is not, looks mad. This is like, blech. I'm so sorry that he's uh, doing this to people. Um, How many times do you think he's actually had to do that? Where someone's like, why are you with this? You I'm know, sure 18 and a half year old. He's like, well, here's a young picture of you. Here's why. Th- th- I'm, it, it's so diabolical the way he's saying it. I'm sure it's happened at least once. See, because to me, I think I feel like someone gave him that question. He wasn't ready for it. And then Maybe. he spent a lot of time going. That, over that would be his the head. best case scenario. That would be the best <laughs> case scenario because it's all awful. It's all vomititious. Oh, yeah. Worst case is that he's actually applied this. He has done it. And he wants to share it with all y'all and tell you how great it worked. Yuck. I need a bath, everybody. Give me another TikTok. What is the best uh, smelling cologne that I could buy from a store? Let me know. Because I plan on buying some cologne and I want the best smelling one. All right. Yeah, right. Yeah, Christina really. He likes him. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, good teeth, though. Uh, yeah, got the, got teeth. Kind of, it's kind of a uh, semi TikTok eye, though, right? Yeah. So he is a cool guy. I feel bad for this guy. Christina should make fun of people we should feel bad about. No, that last guy, that's what we make fun of. Yeah, she has interesting lanes. Well, she she likes the unusual. So let's see some more. Oh. Hey, Pup Spikey here. You walk the path that takes you where you want to go. Because the only one you need to make happy is yourself. Hail Satan. Haru. <laughs> Oh, this guy fucks. Oh, oh, I'm fascinated. This guy I'm fascinated by. This is another one of the people I want to meet out there in the world. Of all the people Woo. who are in a pub play, I'd say this is probably the the closest to normal that we've seen. Um, no, because this doesn't scream scary to me. This screams like ah, this guy just knows what he likes. It, it screams playful. Yes, it does scream kind of playful. But 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 it is also scary at the same time and. Who knows how far this could go, but... Uh, well, it's already pretty far. How much farther do you think it could go? Oh, he could go? be in the cesspool smearing himself with shit like we... Like, you think... Hold on. You think pup play is the gateway to cesspool swims? I think leather is, right? And so... What? I, I mean, that... I don't understand it. Look, you, you come to me as though I understand these things. I I don't. I'm, I'm learning. I'm open... I, I, my you heart, my heart is open to all this and I'm interested in trying to figure it out. All I know is what my sensibilities tell me. And I go, Ooh, look at all that leather. Hmm. The last time I saw that much leather was in a guy swimming in a cesspool. <laughs> so I don't know, just associative. That's how my brain works. Yeah. That's fair, Drew. All right, give me another TikTok. I like that. Yeah, cool guy practicing yeah. martial arts in the in well, the woods. In Dungeons and Dragons uh, martial art. He's got he's got a, a Captain America. F- <laughs> yeah, he's a got a shield. He's knocking over yeah. pieces of wood. I like it. Now, here's the cool thing: is that I feel like every four year old boy did this type of stuff. Oh yeah, but this guy's got 
full on facial hair. I feel like this is a little late to be doing this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I still like it. Yeah, <laughs> I still like it. I still, I still, I'm sympathetic. All right, let's go back to videos. Let's see what we got in terms of. Um, I saw a, a, a restaurant. Oh, ooh, ooh, grocery store fight. Uh oh, crazy fight in grocery store. We have done a bunch of fights today. Woof. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my. Here we go. I already fucking paid for my stuff. Back the fuck up. Okay. I'm leaving the store. Fuck my stuff that I paid for. Fuck you and your camera. Fuck you and your camera. Fuck you and your camera. Don't come over here recording me. Shut up, bitch. You don't tell me what to do. Oof. So this is just the beginning. This is actually one of my favorite clips that we've prepped in a long time. Oh, well, I like her. So far, I'm, I'm in with her. That's a she, right? It don't matter what I am, bitch, because I'm not going to go for it. He may go for it. Bitch, you hit me, I'm going to whoop your motherfucking ass, and I'm going to wait for your nigga, bitch. You hit me, I'm going to whoop your motherfucking ass. I'm not going to do what he going to do. I'm going to drag you, you big old fat, short, strawberry-looking ass, bitch. La-la my motherfucking ass. That's why you stealing. You can't pay for what you want. Okay, it's, he's well, now now okay. So nice coffee bean in the background. Yeah, <laughs> so, sort of kind of good quaint. product placement. Uh, but but is this a is it a she her? Uh, I think it's a a, a trans uh, like she, uh, she her. Right, like a male transitioning to female. Do we do we know that or we just think that? No, I, I mean it'll come up later on. Oh, okay, all right. So because. Because, uh, you know, he seems, she seems like a, 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 stri- a strapping person. Like, this could be a, a problem for the, the young oh, lady. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, if I was in a fight, I would want the pers- this person on my Yeah, team. right. Okay. And so I'm, I'm sort of in his, her camp right now. So, okay. Here we go. You motherfucking ugly bitch, and you got a deadbeat for a motherfucking boyfriend, you stinking tuna fish smelling motherfucker. I'm not what you want, bitch. It may be what it's gonna be, bitch, but you're not gonna hit me like you hit him, cause I'm gonna drag your motherfucking ass, you punk pussy ass, stinking Pillsbury dope shaped ass bitch, you stinking motherfucker. Fuck you and your whole family. Fuck you and your whole mother. I don't wanna be you. Bitch, look at you. Bitch, you built up like a clothes hanger. Who wanna be you? Barely sticking all of your Bitch, you don't even want to be you, you nappy-headed bitch. Now, that's how it goes. I ain't said nothing to you, wasn't recording you, but now I'm recording you. I'm not him. I'm not him. Motherfucking thief, you stinking flat-booted bitch. And you damn right, I'm a motherfucking man. And look better than you, smell better than you, act better than you, fuck better than you, suck dick better than you, and will whoop your motherfucking ass. You're stealing, I'm not, and you got a whole pussy. I, 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 she needs a TV show. She's the absolute best. She's the best. Yeah. I, I, I want, again, you know, I'm going to go visit her home. I want to see what's going on. Uh, but man, uh, I think I want her, like, in my life. I think I need her in my life. She's just a professional at conflict resolution. I say send her over to the Middle East and she's going to solve a lot of problems. No, no, no. I, I just think if I ever need insults, I just go, hey, hey what do I say? Just how, how, do you, how do you go? So so is this her? What is this? What kind of thread is this we're watching? Uh, I think it's IG Live. I think uh, I think this lady was was uh, Instagram living this situation only after the lady was like, "Oh, are you filming me?" And she's like, "Okay, now I am." And and, <laughs> and what was the situation? We didn't we didn't get the setup. So much. Um, I think what happened is that this lady was at self checkout, and like uh, the staff started coming up, and they were like, "Oh, like they started causing a scene where it's like, hey, you need to pay for all this stuff." 
And then she just started being a really disgruntled customer. I see. So and she, then this she, lady she, started stepping in. It's her like, thing was she had, she had, I, and by the way, I don't blame her. I've sat at those automatic scanning things many times and thought to myself, I had properly scanned things and turned out I didn't. I, Motherfucking I thief. I want more. Is that all we have of her? Yeah, that's everything oh. we have. Oh. No, yeah, she's the best. Oh. And you know, do we, do you have her Instagram handle or anything? Can we, can we find her, watch her? whole pussy. Seriously, can we? Can we, I want to follow her? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see if we can find it. All right, you gotta find that for me. All right, huh. so I'm, I don't feel so bad about the fights I'm seeing today. Uh, uh, funny road rage. Road rage isn't funny. Let's see. Oh yeah, it can be though. Old white guys, funny. You're not from here, Wait, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Go back, asshole. That's it? Too bad you don't have insurance. I'm probably put that down too. The assholes are driving through our car in the wreck and get it fixed. You got no fucking insurance, do you? Probably why you got bald tires too, asshole. Stupid faggot grin on your face. Woo! You know what? I'm really glad we showed that guy after our our lady friend in the in the uh, CVS, wherever that was, because she knew how to throw down. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, she's a pro at. This conflict. is like, 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 did he did he say something? I'm not sure. Well, <laughs> this is pathetic. Well, it's also really weird. This is the first time I've ever seen like someone that looked like this that was about immigration control, but over state lines. Like, oh, you're from Ohio? Yeah, yeah go yeah. back to there. Yeah, go back to where you're from. Boy, it, it's so it's sort of old school, quaint stuff, but but also sort of so nothing compared to the the, the it does drama that my my friend brings. It does me. pick up a little bit. Oh, oh, keep going. Put that on your Facebook, fuck boy. Think I give a fuck? Suck a dick. Fucking asshole. Come back to Pennsylvania, bitch. You're not supposed to be at your house. You an essential worker? You don't look like it. Right? <laughs> He's just really just losing his temper. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way the guy in the car is, with the phone is laughing. It's like, <laughs> hysterical. Put that on your Facebook, fuck boy. Uh-oh. Something unplugged. Why Why do I like my friend in the CVS so much more than I like that guy? I because know. our friend in the CVS was a hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Absolute hero. Yeah, yeah. And this guy is just sort of a nuisance. Yeah, this guy just sucks. All right, good. Uh, my name is James. I'm 35 years old. I have some trouble with women. I have no problem bringing a girl home with me, but once they see my penis, they immediately change their mind and leave. Hmm. Oh, jeez. One girl left laughing and destroyed me. Oh, my I'm God. I'm small, two to three inches erect. I was always under the impression that size doesn't matter. Yeah, it... It doesn't matter until it does. You know what I mean? On, on both ends of the spectrum. You can be too big, too. And there lots of complaints about that. I have found out that it absolutely does. Is there any way that I can get a bigger penis? I've almost given up on dating women altogether. I've never had sex. I'm so tired of this. There is, There are Boy. some things to do. Um, there are some operations out there to give a little more girth and length of uh, you know, a couple inches here, a couple inches there. I mean, step one, get into therapy, right? And I, you know... <laughs> What would he, it's, it's support to deal with your small penis or correct your small penis. Or uh. fix your thinking on how to find <laughs> women. I mean, maybe these bar hood rats are only used to like, maybe they're all size queens, you know? You got to figure out how to pick I, a non-size may, queen. Maybe, but you've heard from Chase when we did the show. I talked, brought it up with her and she's like, no, deal breaker. Can't do it. Well, that was uh, the, uh, the hippospadius. No, that was micropenis. Oh, right. Uh, and, and, uh. Hypospadias just freaked her out. No, she that didn't. That wasn't a deal breaker. She was saying, right. if, if everything, everything else was, was perfect, perfect. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, you know, this is like uh, you know, which is is the problem? 
The problem isn't psychological, really. Although I don't disagree with you, there are things he could do psychologically and he would need some support to do that. Or he can try to get it fixed. I mean, if you notice when we put up micropenis, let's let's see micropenis micro repair. Let's see the surgeries. I, I've scrubbed in on a couple of penis enlargement procedures. Whoa, really? Yeah. What was I, that like? I will tell you in a second. Let's see what they do. If they do, uh, yeah, so they do the elongation thing. They put something in there? Yeah, they put something in, it looks like. Okay, there's an elongation procedure. Um Okay. Wait, so what's that? They're like, uh, they're doing a, a little offset action? No, they put, yeah, they put something in there to extend it at the tip. It's probably latex or something. Oh, I thought when, they're splitting this muscle and then like they're leaving the outside walls intact. And but then, then moving splitting. it forward? Yeah. Oh, and then. Let's, maybe, let's see other ones. Let's see. Other, are there any other procedures? Oh, out there? yeah. Here's. Oh, that's that looks like they're inserting something. Yeah. Anyway, there's stuff to do. They also can they the one I, I scrubbed in on, they tore these. There's a ligament that holds the penis up. They tear that. They cut that ligament, and they actually have the person wear weights on their penis for a couple of weeks, sort of pulls it out about an inch. Whoa. And we and the I don't think this procedure is done anymore, but the procedure I saw, they took the skin down and they took uh, cadaver tissue, made what kind of looks like a pop tart out of out of layers and layers of cadaver tissue and then wrapped it around it and then pulled the skin back up and so they got more Whoa. girth and length that way so there's a lot of stuff that they can do is there's stuff out there to now you're done. saying that they don't do that procedure anymore i don't know i i had heard that there were problems with it again it's not something i what type of problems uh probably revision and breakdown and whatnot of the procedure i'm imagining oh where you like need to go back for touch right it stuff? doesn't doesn't work you know there's a really great urologist i follow on twitter i'm trying to remember her name uh, we should get her in here to do a show. She's fun. Sure. And uh, she talks about all of this stuff. Let me see if I... Is this Dr. Winter? Yes. Oh, I remember her name. Did I try to get her before? I think I remember you bringing her up before. Yeah, let's get her in here. She 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 would do sure. it in a millisecond. She's very... Yeah, and let's, she ha is... let's have a dick show. <laughs> we'll have a dick show. Exactly. And it'd be interesting to have some women, you know, asking questions too. Like maybe get some, I don't know, get a clubhouse going, a call's coming in a clubhouse. <laughs> It'd be good. Uh, okay, so where am I? Uh, guys terrified on bridge. Let's see what that looks like. Can I say I don't blame him? Absolutely, this well, is terrifying. Do, do not blame him. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like heights. I, I wouldn't do well, but he is sort of harnessed in. So, do you think I mean, you would react? Do you you'd react like that if you had a no, harness on? No, not not only even if I didn't have a harness on, I, I have some self discipline. I, I would see. Be, I think if I didn't have a harness on, I like if if stuff falls from my hand, I make sounds like that. Really? Like, <laughs> you know, I, I would like be like I gasps. would be very very quiet and concentrating. <laughs> I, I, I tend to pull inward. I don't uh, express myself too much and things like that. Yeah, don't think that's so cool. Okay, uh, show me some more. Let's see. Uh, let's go back to fighting. Uh, we have uh, brawl in Chinese restaurant. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. Well, first of all, I like the guy keep eating his noodles in the front. Yep. He's still eating in the front of this thing. Love him. Yeah, this isn't um, his first restaurant. This is restaurant, like old bro. school, like uh, 
movie fight with people throwing dishes. It's like a West Side Story type Yeah, thing. and chairs being thrown on top of each other and stuff. It's now, my of, question is the guy who picked up the big old pot of scalding hot and water. threw it at threw somebody. It, like, that definitely got on his hands. Yeah. Um, and the amount of steam. I mean, what type of damage do you think? Oh, well, he, he got first or second degree burns for sure. But the question is, who, the object of his hot water is what I was interested in. Oof. He like because he could get by with just a first degree burn, but having done, he just barely throws it at somebody. But if it lands on somebody, you know, a big pot of scalding water, that is not going to be good. Yeah, that what, is second degree plus. And what if that like goes in your esophagus, like if your, your eyes, is, your like, eyes, or your oof, yeah, your what mouth. happens? Uh, you you get burns. I mean, it's I, I I've never treated a burn in the eye, but I mean. That's what happens when people get burned. Jeez. And what if, like, if their mouth is open and yeah. it's like the yes. ba- in their yes. esophagus yes. and yes, stuff? Yes, yes, It's good times. Woof. Yeah. Yeah, it's nasty. That's the thing about uh, fires. You inhale stuff, you know, when you're in a fire and it gets into your lungs even. Mm. Damn. Crazy neck adjustment. We like those. <laughs> you're giggling. Hope it's not another old lady because I just... Oh, here we go. Well, a young person can take this. Hambry. Uh, <laughs> 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 She's smiling afterwards. Somebody did a harness getting like, really, in, in medieval times, this was called torture. They put people on the rack. Now, the sound that she makes, like, I can't tell if this hurt her or if she was just scared. Uh, startled let's watch, her. Let's watch it, it again. startled her. Oh, maybe she whited a little bit. No, how dare you? It it, it it kind of startled and hurt a little bit. And then you see she's smiling afterwards. That's just what I needed. Let me, let's hear some more voice messages. Come on now. Yeah. Hey, this is Dom. And uh, I've got a question for old Dr. Drew. Hey, Dom. I recently was, or I discovered I had an ovarian cyst seven and a half centimeters on my right ovary. And this was back in February. Prior to that, I had no idea I had it. And the only symptoms I've really had has been not being able to make brown consistently. Mm. And it's driving me fucking crazy. Um, I'm due to have it removed in May. And I'm just wondering, after I healed up from my surgery, should I attempt to kind of cleanse the poop highway to get all that old dookie out? Or should I just let it resume on its own normally? All right. Thanks for uh, hopefully giving me some time and answer. So it wouldn't hurt to take a little laxative, right? Take some Ducalax or maybe some uh, milk and magnesia, something like that, to kind of help things along. But isn't that interesting that, you know, seven centimeter, you know, thing is it's pretty big and that's pushing on the colon it's, and things can't get past that. So it's all backing up. Once that's out, there should be normal function. You may not have to take a laxative so you can kind of see how it goes. But you may be taking pain medication for the few days after the surgery. So it might not be a bad idea to take something then. Talk to your doctor about it. You don't sound like a young lady. And a big, a big ovarian cyst like that is different than if, say, a 25-year-old gets it. They How can, so? These can be cancerous. They can oh. be cancerous. And so um, waiting till May to take this thing out, is they must have some look at it that suggests it's not, at least yet. So that's good. That's good. But get it out. That, I would say get that one out. More voice messages. Hey, mommy. My name is John. Uh, I'm 23 years old, and uh, I'm still a virgin by choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, And recently, I have been taking dating seriously, and I intend to lose my virginity after marriage. Mm. Uh, But something that has been, and this is going to sound like a brag, has been uh, on my mind is that uh, growing up, I've been told that I am rather well endowed. 
a little over nine inches and yeah, well end up. Yeah, boy. And I was just wondering if I were to have coitus, you know, do the deed in bed with uh, another a woman who's a virgin, uh, would I hurt them? I've been told that I might hurt a woman who's a virgin with my penis, and I'm afraid. I'm afraid that that fear will affect me and my performance on my first night, and then they're out. Like, mm-hmm. what if I'm not compatible with someone mm-hmm. because we just don't fit? Thanks, mommies. Christina looks like a bowl of cereal or cornflakes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yes, she does. Uh, <laughs> so here's the deal, my friend. Um, your first night out with your also virgin partner, sounds like what you intend, uh, it's not going to be good no matter what, no matter who you are, no matter what's going on. So don't expect any any magic there. Uh, and this nine-inch penis is going to hurt anybody at any stage of their um, experiences. You know, it's not it's not as though just the first time out is going to be a problem. Except maybe some bar hood rats. Well, no, there are some women that really need this or like this in order to feel satisfied. And I think the key is you have to... You have to show your future partners what you got and they have to decide if that's something they want to deal with or they like to deal with. And that's like anything else. You know, people are attracted to certain things and like certain things. And that's something you just, you don't, don't hide from somebody. Let's put it this way. If uh, somebody is finding that out on wedding night, that's a, that's a bit much and could become difficult to deal with. If that's not somebody who, every woman is different, man. Some of them really like that. Some of them really don't like that. So you're going to have to kind of find out who you're with before you get with them, so to speak. Yeah, Drew. Now, for this situation, wouldn't you prescribe premarital sex? The, what I would prescribe bears no issue here. He's clearly committed for what, for his own personal reasons to not doing that. So th- that's what we need to accommodate is what his plan is. And, and, you know, as such, for some women, they may, and it's still even sort of, uh, preparing your partner for this, they could still have trouble, and you know that's going to be a thing. And then, then call me then. Well, I mean, they could still it's... stick stuff up. Like they could stick stuff up themselves to get ready for it. Because I think it doesn't matter. But it... Catholics are allowed to still master. Oh no, they're not. Are they? Well, I don't know. But it, it, I, we don't even know what his situation is in terms of his his uh, uh, moral situation. But but even it, once you get to a certain size, it, some women have pain no matter what. There's no preparing. It just hurts every time. So that's what he has to maybe deal with. Oh. And you can deal with it. There are ways. Yeah. Learn how to come outside of that or maybe different positions or different ways or not full penetration, that kind of stuff. Got it. All right. Love your show. I've been a YMH fan for years now. Becky from Winnipeg, 25 years old. At 23, I took the leap and got gastric sleeve at 410 pounds. I'm down 205 pounds. Congratulations. Just got the call that I'll be getting my getting my first round of skin removal surgery in seven weeks. I'll be getting my stomach, arms, breast lift done all at once. Excited, now nervous. What kind of pain will I be in afterwards? Will I be completely useless for weeks? What can I do to make the recovery easier before surgery? Are there risks? Thank you so much. Um, nothing to make it easier beforehand. It's it's a real procedure. It's painful. The main thing is to follow the wound care. Uh, you don't want surgical wound infections. That's the main thing. And uh, recovery easier. I mean, it's just going to be what it's going to be. And take adequate pain medication. I mean, unless you're an opiate addict or something where that concerns you, take the medication you need to control the pain. And it's going to be a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks of kind of misery here. Uh, let's see. Shitting once a week. ED function. Let's talk about this. Started quarantine. I started having a low sex drive. Was struggling to gain or maintain a direction. Started aspartic acid. Working out a lot. See if low T was the issue. Scheduled an appointment. 
Found that my testosterone was 582 out of 1,000, which is our normal. He prescribed Viagra, but by the time I got the results on the prescription, I noticed my issues had gone away. Eventually, I stopped my rigorous exercise, and the issues didn't come back until recently. Now I'm finding it almost impossible to gain or maintain an erection. Wow. Even in the middle of sex, unless I'm aggressively masturbating. My mood has started to swing. I'm finding my hairline is receding. What? Uh, my hair is thinning. I started taking the acid again. I'm back to working out two hours a day. I have an appointment to meet my doctor again, but I'm scared I have a pituitary gland issue and what it might entail. I'm also scared my doctor will brush me off. Yeah. So, um, so huh, very interesting. I, I would absolutely demand to see an endocrinologist. Even though your testosterone level is pretty good, it may not be normal for you. So you need to see somebody who's a gland specialist. And, and I'm worried that there's something else going on. You know, erectile dysfunction can be a sign of a systemic medical problem that's not apparent. So you want to go back to the doctor and go, look, do, take blood count, take blood tests. Is there something going on with me that needs further workup? I worry that there's something hiding somewhere in your body that is causing this problem. It may be endocrinological, in which case you can get that solved, as you say. But I'm worried there's something else going on. The, the penis is a sensitive organ. It's uh, seven times more likely to get vascular pathology as compared to the heart. So if you're smoking, you have diabetes, the penis, the arteries to the penis get affected first. Some of the ways I get young males to stop smoking or pay attention to their diabetes. But also erectile dysfunction can be a sign of other, any, almost any other illness you can name. So with your testosterone being normal, I just worry there's something else going on somewhere else. Let's get a voice message. Hey, Dr. Jeans. Hey, Mommy Cornflake hey. Booty. This is Sam. Um, so I'll go a couple months where I smoke a lot of weed and then a couple months where I'm completely off. Yep. And I notice that when I stop smoking, I don't have trouble falling asleep. When I do fall asleep, I have the craziest dreams. But if I'm on my left side, I have the craziest, most vivid, horrible nightmares. But if I flip over to the right on the same night, it's fine. And I'm <laughs> completely fine. So am I talked? Uh, Y'all know what's a banana split? I don't know. What is that? What is that all about? That's a continuation of the Uncle Shine oh, video. Oh, okay. okay. Cornflake. Oh, the cornflake, right. Um, so we call him Uncle Shine now? I just call him I-I-I. No, yeah. It's, uh, his actual Instagram handle is Uncle Shine. Oh, but so we, we've called him I-I-I guy for a while. Okay. So uh, that's common uh, when people you know, suddenly stop cannabis. They get weird dreams, have sleep disturbances. That kind of thing goes on for a few months sometimes. Uh, the sleeping on one side versus the other, I have zero explanation for him. All I know, though, uh, is that dreams are often a manifestation, at least some quality of dreams are a manifestation of a feeling state, and that's the state your body is in, like how you're feeling during the night. So it makes sense to me that certain dreams might be generated based on your body position. Why right versus left? I have no idea. But uh, sleep on the side that doesn't create the crazy dreams. Pretty simple. That's all I'd say to that. And uh, I'm, I, it's an interesting phenomenon, the going on and off heavy cannabis, because... Um, if you can do that, that's a, a good way to, um, prevent some of the side effects from, from, uh, prolonged cannabis exposure and the cannabis will keep working. What will happen if you just get going every day and don't stop, you'll find you're going to have to need stronger and stronger and stronger stuff. And if you get into more and stronger, it has a higher probability of giving you adverse side effects, things like depression. Have any other voice messages? Hey, Dr. Mommy, this Mommy? is Anton, 22, Anton. from Kalispell, Montana. This question is more for my father than me. Uh -oh. He's a 45-year-old recovering mm. heroin addict. Ooh. He's been uh, clean since September, uh -oh. but still relatively living on the streets mm. and dosing with methadone every day. It's kind of his lifeline. Uh, we recently just sold a property, 
and he now has access to five hundred thousand dollars. Still staying in hotels. Uh, I'm really his only support system. I'm doing a lot I can to help him, but uh, yeah, he's, he's still hanging around like shady people and stuff. What do you recommend for me or him to do? What are the first steps we should take to make this benefit his life more than Ugh. make it detrimental? Okay. Thank so, you again. Yeah. Uh, piss on me, beat me, and let me see the, how those big tits fart. <laughs> From the sublime. Uh, okay, so I love that's that we could ask such serious questions and then have those sign offs. I know this I is love really a life, I love this show. It's a life and death question. Okay, so here we go. Um, that money is going to kill him. Uh, so you have to find a way to get a conservatorship if you can. Uh, I doubt you're going to be able to get that, but if you can get some sort of conservatorship, that could save his life. It also, you as the conservator, might be able to get him into treatment. Do not kid yourself that because he's on methadone, he is clean. He is not. If he were clean, he would want to come home. He wouldn't want to be on the streets. He's probably still doing meth. He's probably still doing some opiate of some type. Um, he is not clean. See if you can get him over to Suboxone from the methadone. That, that at least is a better uh, pharmacological agent. Uh, so they sort of wake up a little more from Suboxone. Or you can taper it down a little more easily. With methadone, if you're using enough to block the addiction, you're essentially on the couch asleep. Uh, so you have to use a lot of methadone for it to really work. And it, it's just not the drug of choice right now. You want to use Suboxone. But do not for a second think he is clean. In terms of what you can do, uh, go to Al-Anon. You must go to Al-Anon. If you do not go to Al-Anon, you are contributing to his demise. Because with all that money, with him out on the streets, it's going to be impossible to deal with them unless you have people in your camp helping you. In other words, people supporting you, as you whom you can go back to and ask questions about how you're managing him. So conservatorship, Al-Anon, he is not clean. Don't kid yourself. Let's see a video. Let's see a double denim man. Clean my palate, please. Whoa, I'm a double denim man. I wear double denim as much as I can. Denim jacket and denim pants. I'd wear denim shoes. If I just had the chance, oh, but the girls, they never want to dance. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, they don't want to be seen with a double denim man. Couldn't he have worn a t-shirt, please? Hold on, Drew. you spared us that? You're telling me you wouldn't want to see this musical? Oh, no, this is not, no. This, uh, this uh, does not uh, tickle my gay fancy. No, no, no. No, no, no. He had good rhythm, though. No, not a bad singer, not a bad rhythm, not a bad song, uh, not a good presentation. No, no, no. No, 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 thank you. Now, I know he's, it's a joke, but it's uh, particularly kind of disturbing. Uh, let's see, crazy American, crazy American marriage proposal. Oh, yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, remember how we saw that crazy Russian marriage proposal? Oh, yeah, that was good. I love so that. here is an equally crazy one right I here. I love that Right one. here in the States. Uh-oh. So police squad car rolling up on a gas station. Uh-oh. Cops yelling, yelling at some guy. Guns, guns drawn. Get his gun, Bobby. Okay, get his gun, Bobby. I will. All right, Cal. Back up. I will get Everyone getting into it. 
She is ride or die. White cops, guns drawn. Is he black? Yep. Okay. He pulls out a ring. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was good. (laughs) She's crying. She stood in front of the line of fire. Yeah, she stood in front of drawn guns to protect her man. And I, thankfully, Ride or die. I, I wonder if the, the, these, the peanut gallery surrounding was in on this or not. What do you think? Um, I think so. I think so, too. No, yeah, because otherwise it's like, you know, everyone would have jumped in and shit. He would have been like, jumping in. There would have yeah. been cameras out. There was, so, so good for them. That was, that was nice. That was a good one. I, cameras I liked, are out, but I for good reasons. I did not think there could be a better one than the Ukrainian one, but I, I, I I'll give this one a, this is number one. Yeah, which one, which scenario do you think would be scarier to be in? The other one. The Russian <laughs> one? Yeah. the other one went on for quite a while. Yeah. And those guys looked really scary. And they had like eight automatic weapons drawn. It wasn't just two guys yeah. with two pistols. This yeah, was, it wasn't just pistols. This was guys in hoods. Automatic machine with guns. With a bunch of machine guns drawn. I mean, they, you could, they, you, you, these at least you can identify as cops from that city. You know what I mean? Right. Those, uh, the Russian guys were, who knows who or what they were. Right, like maybe these people knew those police officers. Uh, or maybe. something, something. At least, or people, whatever it was, it's like, it, it doesn't feel so out of control. So, whew. And by the way, they, they, didn't, they laid hands on those other ones. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. In, in Russia, like, there was yeah. hands on a lot. A lot of throwing people onto car hoods and a stuff. A lot of aggressive yelling yeah. at Russia. Yeah, this stuff. was uh, just stay down stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. So, all right. Well, uh, do we want to look at anything else? Any TikToks or anything before I wrap things up? Um, let me see. I think we might have a keep, little Keep bit. the voice messages coming, everybody. They did a, you do a great job with these things. And I really do want to... Some of these are really interesting, long, you know, complicated questions. And I'm delighted to answer them. Don't forget that number is 818-253-1693. Got something for me? Yeah. I have um, one nice, fun TikTok for us to end on. Good. Okay, I'm ready to tell you guys about how to sell your panties, but a couple things. First of all, TikTok doesn't like this, so it's very well could be taken down. Okay. Secondly, I have a pretty professional job, um, so I'm going to tell you guys all my secrets until um, something goes awry, then my whole account may go away. What do you do? Um, What do you do for a living? But, and for those of you who think this is not real, um, it is. I uh, started this uh, accidentally because I was dating a guy who was into that. Um, and I sell my panties anywhere from 60 to $600, depending on um, the uh, flavor. Um, so stay well. tuned. I'm going to post um, what I know. Um, and I hope I can help some of you ladies out. Hold on, I am texting my wife right now. What are you texting her? How I this is a new business for her. I want her to get into this. Six hundred dollar per panty. Yeah, somebody's got to want my wife panties. It's six hundred. Come on now, dude. I I think I think uh, your wife's panties could go for a little bit more than six hundred. I'm gonna hook her up with that woman. Celebrity panties on Twitter. Too much. She I, needs but, to go on the camera. You know what's interesting panties. though? We we had that guy early on uh, today who uh, sent the the uh, the, the uh, email right. about this. It really kind of interesting that that there are these guys that are that into it. 
Yeah. Uh, have you ever had any patients that were no, that I've really it? not dealt with this. No, I have not. And But uh, clearly they're out there and they want some panties. Uh, here it what is. What a time to be alive, huh? Man, I guess so. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I, 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 I literally, my, my, my feelings about this is I don't know what I want to run the other way or actually encourage my wife to get into this business. I think option number two. I think so too. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here again. That number 818-253-1693, drfdark at gmail.com. And do not forget the merch at store.ymhstudios.com. Particularly, I'm so happy with the uh, distribution of the iconography of our mug, uh, the Rational Revolution mug is we got to come up with some more stuff like that too we need something else with that that's such a great image and it uh i think captures the moment too so we all want to engage in a rational revolution here in this country and we can be part of it thank you all for being here thank you guys in the booth well done and uh, we will see you next time all conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.